Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 boxing. You tuned into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, boxing. Boxing, boxing, boxing. OBP midweek coming at you in full effect live on this Wednesday evening, January 23rd, 2019. Another great week. Another great week, halfway done. A couple more days to the weekend. A couple of championships going to be put on the line this weekend. You know, got a little low, um, you know, in the football action of basketball in full effect, you know, sort of getting ready for the all-star game. And as usual, we've got some boxing to talk about. Uh, this weekend, of course, we've got Keith Thurman putting his WBA title, welterweight title, up against Josecito Lopez in the main event on um, Fox T on regular Fox. You know, PBC doing their thing, and uh, Jaime Munguia against. Uh, Takashi Ignoal, Inwal. Uh he's putting up his uh Jaime's putting up his junior WBO junior middleweight boxing um belt, man. Uh so we got got some pretty good boxing going on. Um Jaime Mungia fight will be in Houston, Texas. Uh and I have uh, swindled my way into getting in there. Uh got some free tickets. And uh Got the okay from the wife, her birthday being Friday. You know, I thought I was going to be locked down. Uh, but we got to move some things around, do some things. So I will be in the mix, probably try to hit the little weigh-in and do all this stuff since, you know, I'm the type of guy that has a job that I'm usually at the home chilling, firing up. So I'll be trying to do that, get that in. Uh, of course, Keith Thurman fighting. I'm going to have to put that on, on the on the DVR because um, I'm sure – that they'll be going on at the same. Well, well, yeah, I'm sure I'll be at the fight. You know, Fox usually is on a little earlier than uh, most normal boxing because they getting in, getting in during the prime time. But uh, but yeah, man, got some pretty good 
boxing going on this weekend. Well, when I say pretty good boxing, I mean some some names doing a little showcasing. This is another showcase weekend. And, uh, of course, uh, the Jaime Munguia, Inouye, Inouye, however you say that, uh, they'll be on the zone because, of course, they're giving you boxing every weekend, nonstop, you know, let me just look. Let me, let me see if that's right. The Zone. Let's see if they got something next weekend. Uh, Showtime, ESPN, The Zone. Weekend after that. Or do they got something? Showtime. Showtime. The Zone. Yeah, The Zone. Hey, <laughs> the Zone is giving us boxing every weekend, uh, even though it's a bunch of uh, uh, UK artists over there. Uh, and we really don't care too much for those type of guys. And when I say that, I say that with, you know, a grain of salt. We love our, our U.K. brethren over there. But, you know, they're doing a good-ass job, and we can't can't knock it, even though I want to hate on Eddie Hearn and all those guys out there. We can't really knock what they're doing. Uh, but, <clears throat> but yeah, man, got some good boxing going on. We also going to talk about Manny, pa- Manny Pacquiao and Broner's pay-per-view buys. Mm-hmm. See what that – uh, and PPB numbers was talking about. Uh, also, we had the WBO ordered Andrade versus Billy Ho Saunders again. And uh, we'll get into something a little more social. Uh, Kovalev beating up chicks and how the boxing world has responded to that and how they will respond to other guys uh, when they beat up chicks. So uh, before we get into that, I've got to bring my main man in, <clears throat> coming out of, uh, I think it's called Central California. My man, uh, a, a fan of teams that aren't even in the playoffs, um, a guy that talks noise after Harden scores 35 points for the, like, 20th time in a row setting records, um, you know, only done by Kobe Bryant, surpassing Kobe. Speaking of Kobe Bryant, he's a guy that took the heart away from that said team that RC celebrates so much, even though they're a bunch of losers. <laughs> I mean, but <clears throat> I'm sorry about that, but that's neither here nor there. RC is my main man, no matter his poor chase in sports teams and booties. He's still my guy. RC, what's popping, my man? You press that button. Oh, not much, man. Just, uh, Getting a good laugh out of amateur hour comedy, as you so heavily uh, bring on Wednesday's show. It's uh, good to get, let you know that the listeners know that amateur hour is over. And, um, you know, I have no no real comment for, for your, your basketball team. I mean, uh, we know this. We know two things happen every year. We know, one, we pay our taxes. We do pay our taxes. Uh-huh. I'm in that boat. And, two, mm-hmm. and the key, James Harden don't make turns, the playoffs. James Harden. James Harden turns into a ghost come playoff time. We all know that. And uh, let's just cut the stuff because the Kings are two games out of the playoff position right now. And don't don't call us playoffs. the Kings. We're not the Kings no more. Don't call us the Kings. That's not our name. We are the Scores now. Queens? High-scoring basketball team. Scores. No, only only Laker fans uh, could get away with saying that, you know. That's just bragging rights or whatever. Uh, but uh, – you know, whatever. Um, you know, but I guess it's a Houston thing, though, because we've seen the Texans choke in the playoffs. Um, we know that Harden chokes in the playoffs. 
uh, we've seen the Astros get eliminated this year. But who cares about that? I don't care about none of that stuff, man. You know, my Niners is doing – we're coming on the comeback tour. Uh, Giants, we fool. We don't had way too many championships over the last decade. Um, and now Sacramento is uh, getting back in the picture. So, uh, But speaking of title pitches and things like that, we're going to talk about Keith Thurman and how he's got a fight with uh, Jose Cito Lopez, the guy that you're really discrediting pretty heavy. I don't think it's a showcase type of a fight for a guy who's been gone for two years getting in the ring with Jose Cito Lopez. He's a, a decent competitor, uh, a decent B-level fighter. And I think that Keith Thurman, one of the realest dudes on the block, might end up giving another Houston native uh, a big game L and being Ah oh, man, I, I started boxing in 2015. Uh, you know, man down. So we're gonna see sometime in the foreseeable future. But I'm doing good. Just uh, relaxing here in my butter sauce Michaela Mayer sweater, staying cool out here in California, even though it's pretty cold outside, and um, having a nice sip of this uh, Stella Artios, man, imported in 1366. Imagine that. Uh, just having a pretty good time, though, here, just relaxing. It's always good to hear from you, as always, Willa, and I'm glad to see that you're back on the social media waves, in which I took notice to this morning. More Willa on the social media airwaves is always a, a good thing for an outspoken individuals such as yourself. I hope everything's all good over there in Houston, Texas. I don't know what the weather's like over there. Not to try to take JP's gimmick, but it's cold as fuck out here in Cali. But it ain't never too cold when you are the ember stone weapon known as RC. And, yes, you got it right. Central California, sir. I feel that, man. Well, yeah, let's go ahead and get to it. Um, I guess the big fight this weekend, Keith Thurman, a.k.a. One Time. Um, the title of this show is called Keith Thurman, a.k.a. Once in a While is back. You know, we call him one time, call him once a year. Now we call him once in a while. Coming back after a two-year hiatus from the boxing game due to injuries, um, injuries, marriage, you know, enjoying life. Actually, uh, yeah, two, um, one year and ten months, damn near two years layoff. After getting, after at one time being the man at the welterweight division, the one time being top, arguably top three pound-for-pound boxer in the game. After fighting Danny Garcia, um, he broke his hand or something, elbow, maybe, singles the elbow, fucked up his elbow, had a surgery on it, got married, uh, had a uh, – no, got married – had a fight schedule, fucked up his elbow. I think that's how it goes. I think that's the that's the uh, timetable for it. Uh, had a fight schedule, I think, last year, fucked up his elbow. Finally coming back after being stripped of his WBC welterweight uh, belt. He's putting up his other belt. It's WBA. Super. World world welterweight title up against Josecito Lopez, thirty six and seven. Josecito Lopez, 
like R.C. said, no boxing slouch, but a guy that has been stopped uh, three times, TKOs. He's 36-7, and seven, like I said. Uh, he's coming off of beating unanimous decision with Miguel Cruz, uh, some young guy, 17-0, Sal Corolla, 24-8, and eight, and Todd Emanuel. He lost to Andre Berto. He got knocked out by Andre Berto. That should tell you a lot. Uh, lost to Madonna. Lost to Canelo. These are knockouts. Um, lost to Jesse Vargas. Uh, so this guy, even though he's no slouch, you know, coming out there, Riverside, California. I think where is that? That's out, is is that out there where you are? Is that why you you're riding them so hard? Is Riverside out there? Or is that in L.A.? Nah, nah, that's a little bit up north. I don't give a shit about those guys up north. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you know, those are like the uh, the the DS brothers are up there. Yeah, that's where those guys are too. You know, they're they're different okay, cats yeah. up there up north. Everybody's a little different up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they say. So yeah, Josito Lopez. You know what I'm saying? He's a good boxer. He's all right. This isn't, you know, this isn't the worst of the showcases. But I'm gonna go ahead and say this is a showcase, and and not necessarily. I won't say showcasing the fact that this is a guy that's just a bum, total bum. This is an all right way to come back. You know, um, a lot of people have been talking down on uh, Keith Thurman, uh, you know, out of sight, out of mind, and how how it goes. He's been dropping in the rankings. So he's coming back, you know, got his build up. Josecito, you know, he's been knocked out by the better guys. And I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen here. That's why I'm saying the showcase. But – you know, with a little rust in there, you never know what you're going to see. Um, I would seriously doubt that Keith Thurman comes in there looking looking weak or not able to knock this guy out, uh, seeing that everybody else with any name has been able to. But the two-year layoff, uh, them their two-year layoff might catch up with them. Um, we're going to see. But, you know, I would go ahead and, and, and I think that Keith Thurman's probably going to knock Josecito Lopez out. Uh, later than sooner, probably in the tenth round. So, um, yeah, that's how I see it. That's probably what I'm gonna go with my official pick, Fisher Tissue, um, Keith Thurman, TKO, ninth round. RC, you're saying that it's not. You know, I'm not showing Josecito Lopez any respect. That it might be something, something uh, out of the ordinary that happens. Uh, how do you see this fight going, man? Uh, give us your predictions, and are you going to be checking it out? <clears throat> yeah, I'll be checking it out, and I think that Keith Thurman will get a fourth-round stoppage in this fight, making easy work of Josecito Lopez, and I don't think it will be very competitive at all. I, I, I almost wanted to go the prices right on you and pick the 10th-round stoppage because I do believe Keith Thurman will start very slow and want to get some rounds in, especially coming off the long layoff that he's been on. But um, – you know, uh, I'm not a fan of the bootleg character, you know, hippie brother, but we do know one thing. When Keith Thurman shows up, he does bring the pain in fights, and uh, he, he will definitely bring the pain to Josecito Lopez. And um, I think that he's uh, hearing these things about how he's dropping in the rankings. I don't think it bothers him too much, but it definitely does bother him to a certain extent. And I could see him wanting to uh, um, get rounds in, but if he has the opportunity to put this guy out early and, um, 
and make a, a highlight reel material of a guy who has had highlight material on. Um, I, I understand how tough he Rocky is, but when we're talking about Keith Thurman, we're talking about the upper echelon of the welterweight division. And uh, I think, uh, you know, he, he Keith Thurman said um, before that his, his strategy is to make guys feel his power early. We've seen him do that with Sean Porter. We've seen him do that with Danny Garcia with the early chin check. We've seen him do that with plenty of guys. It's a, a old game plan strategy from uh, his uh, um, his old trainer Ben Getty, R.I.P. So um, we know what the strategy is going to be with Thurman, even though he would want to get some rounds in and get uh, um, you know just get loosened up more so in um, a high level competition aspect. Because you could get loosened up and you could get some uh, rust off during sparring and things like that, but nothing compares to actual competition when both guys, including himself, will be going 100%. But um, I see Keith Thurman um, uh, uh, seeing an opportunity, and I don't think he's going to let it go by. He's hearing all this stuff that people are saying. Everybody's forgetting about him, um, you know. Um, I think that he's going to let people know that one time is back. And I really do believe Keith Thurman when he says that it don't matter what nobody says. When he gets in the ring and gets back to business, he's going to separate himself from the pack. And I truly believe that. Um, I expect to see Keith Thurman put in some heavy hands early. And Josecito Lopez has been known to uh, take a step back at times. If the, if, if, if um, the kitchen gets too hot, He's one that will go um, into the other room. So I could definitely see that happening. I expect Keith Thurman with the fourth-round knockout is what I'm going to call instead of saying, oh, maybe four, maybe five, somewhere around there. Fuck that. I have courage of my conviction, and I'm going to say Keith Thurman gets a fourth-round stoppage on Josecito Lopez, and we will not see any glass body that we've seen before because that's definitely going to be in the game plan for Jose Zito Lopez. He might just get caught over the top trying to reach in the cookie jar down low. Well, yeah, definitely. Did you uh, Were you able to catch the little uh, PBC uh, show that they have with Porter, Sean Porter, and what's my man's name, uh, Morris, Abner Morris with the chick? They interviewed uh, Keith Thurman. Well, that, and that's exactly oh, what yeah. Keith Thurman said that he said that he was going to do, try to give him that power early. So we're going to see, you know, Keith Thurman also was saying stuff like, you know, he thinks about in, the injuries are in the back of his head. He was saying some very strange things um, during that interview, but he's a strange character. So you can't really take it how you would take it for if anybody else would say, you know, they have the injuries in the back of their head. They're wondering what's going to break down next, you know. So, I think we'll have an all right fight. Uh, Lopez probably going to stand in, in there as, as long as possible, but he'll be going down. You think it's going to be early after saying that we were disrespecting Josecito at the beginning of the show. Uh, you said he was going to get knocked out in four rounds, so I didn't really put that together. Yep. But, you know, you know, I think, think you really, un- yeah, yeah, I think it might have been that. Got to keep you on your toes. I like that. Yeah, yeah, probably – Sounds like Northside hate when you realize where he was from, but that is what it is, man. Um, also, on that card, we got another baby face. Um,
So this um, this fight also in the Barclays, Brooklyn Zone, born in Poland, but Brooklyn Zone. What's this guy's name? Adam Kaunaki. You remember him beating up your boy Charles Martin, man, uh, in, what was that, September? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. He's a, a highly credible opponent. Yep. Yeah, he was throwing them hands. He was sort of, you know, Martin gave him an all right fight, but, you know, it was unanimous. This shit's an easy work for this guy. He has, like, some hands. He ain't throwing with, uh, well, I say he ain't throwing with. KOs. So he's knocked out a, a couple of guys. Spilka, he's knocked out. Uh, Killer Days, whatever his name is. Yeah, so he's knocked out a few guys, man. And, uh, you know, they were sort of hyping him. If you remember the fight, Charles Martin in there, they were sort of giving him that hype like they want him to, uh, They like they're sort of giving him that push. And it looks like it as he's uh, the undercard again on the uh, on another uh, Fox fight. And he's fighting Gerald Washington, who we've seen get KO'd by uh, Wilder and Ger- Gerald Miller made him quit. Big baby, big baby Miller. So uh, he's not really, he's not really in there to win. Probably ex Navy guy from uh, Vallejo out there from Vallejo, another North Side guy. But uh, yeah, man, RC. Anything? Any thoughts about this fight? Um, are you interested at all? As a Kalzagi, or whatever his name is, Cal Naki, my fault. Cal Naki, are you any? Are you interested in him? I think we said we were maybe last fight, but then I think we might just give him that white height push. Uh, he he's definitely a guy who's got talent. I mean, it's not. Um, I don't know if it's world class talent when you get into a dog fight with Charles Martin. Probably shouldn't be, you know, competitive like that, but. Um, he is an attraction. Um, you know, they they like having the, um, I wouldn't necessarily say Cooney country, but somewhat of that. Uh, they like the, they like his uh, style, but I can definitely see him. Not, not, maybe not in this fight with Washington, but I can see him um, <clears throat> uh, finding himself in, in situations depending on the level of competition moving forward. Um, taking unnecessary damage because of his fighting style, but hey, fans love it. Love fighters with that kind of an attitude, and uh, I'm not mad at it myself. You know, it's a, it, I'm all for a pretty good fight, no matter um, if if they're being stupid at times and taking unnecessary damage. But um, uh, yeah, I, I definitely see him uh, coming up with a victory in this fight against Washington, and I don't know if uh, if Washington is gonna. Um, get stopped, or if he's going to be able to hang in there. Because, like I said, um, having the kind of fight that he did against um, uh, against Charles Martin, uh, a little bit of a little bit of a step up. So we'll see what kind of fight that he has. If he wants to go back in there and bang like that, he might catch himself um, holding on once or twice, depending on the circumstances. But um, yeah, you know, uh, we'll see how it works out. But I expect to see him um, put on a pretty good performance. And I think that if he, what I expect to see, and I, sh- I, I think that should happen, would be somewhere in the range of a seventh-round stoppage TKO style. So 
that's what I'll be looking to expect come fight night. Yeah, well, I have no idea. Like you said, he got in a war with uh, with your boy. Um, so I'm not – but, like, this guy has been uh, – he didn't return. He was on the stool, I think, on uh, against Miller. And we know Miller can't punch. This guy's probably like the same thing as Miller. He's a he's throwing he's throwing punches, but he really ain't punching. So we'll see how it goes, man. And um, yeah, we'll go to the next. That, that's on Barclay Center Saturday night. Going to be on Fox. Um, also, you know, since we're talking about New York and we were talking about Harden earlier today, I think he just dropped sixty one. I think he was sixty one fifteen fifteen rebounds and uh, what did that say? Eight assists, something like that. Four assists. Yeah, against the, against the um, scrub Knicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty-one in the Garden. So you know, he did what he did. Hopefully, we get to see Keith Thurman hold it down in New York like James Harden just did today. Sixty-one pounds, and it, you know, it was probably scoring like 40, 40 a game right now. It's unbelievable, and people are still hating. But speaking of hating. Where I'll be, the young bull, Jaime Munguia, starting the year off with a little, a little beef and broccoli, starting the, starting the year off with a little uh, nigiri, a little California roll. A little light, 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 easy work. Put that WBO super welterweight title up against 13-0, and Takashi Inoue from Japan. Uh, Inoue, I'm not too sure about this guy. He's been fighting Japanese guys. He is the Oriental Super, the WBO Asian Pacific uh, Super Welterweight Champion. So he's got uh, he's got Japanese hands, but does he have true Mexican grit and hands? Does is he going to come in at 160 pounds? I doubt it. Jaime Munguia, the monster, the guy that <clears throat> the guy that was put in there, set up, beat the hell out of my man Saddam Ali, bloodied him. A guy that went in there with Liam Smith, was getting tagged, but was too big, gave him that work, unanimous decision. Guy that just beat some bum, Brandon Cook. Now he's going against another little light, light work, Takashi Inoue. Um, I'm looking for a pure beatdown. I'm looking to see uh, on the undercard, I think they got another young Mexican guy. I'm going to look up his name uh, while we're talking. Got another young Mexican guy fighting the Asian cat. Um, what's that? I can't think you do it like that. Uh, told this guy we might see two Asian guys die in the ring. Um, I'm looking to see easy work. I'm looking for a beating. I'm looking for 
the fifth round stoppage, KO, fifth round for the young Mexican bull, 22-year-old Jaime Munguia. RC, I know you have a thing for guys south of the border, but he's from California, Mexico. So he's on your side. He's holding it down for you guys out there on the West Coast. Um, How do you feel about this fight, Jaime Munguia, uh, the super bully? fighting this guy that uh, we've never heard of. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Jaime Munguia, soy uh, Nita Made, and uh, I want to see and know I beat the shit out of him because I don't like bullies. And um, I've had enough of this run that he's been having. Uh, not the biggest fan of Jaime Munguia. I've seen him not have real world-class skill for being a so-called champion, if you want to call him that. Eh, I mean, even though I was enjoying the Saddam Ali fight as much as I did, he was still able to land some punches in there. And, um, oh, I don't know, you were referring to him as some sort of sushi roll or something like that. But I think I know I could put up... No, 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 that would be racist fight. if I did that. I, I thought you did. I didn't know if you did it. That sounded like it to me. But... Um, and, uh, yeah, I was kind of waiting for the button to come on. That's right, Seth. But it's okay. I don't know. Uh, I think no, that he'll bro. give up. I think he'll give a, I think he'll give a, a, a well, well fought effort. But, um, I think that the way to beat Mungia doesn't seem very difficult to me. You just got to box that motherfucker. Like Roger Mayweather would explain to somebody. And just circle around this guy and gas him out because it don't look like he has the biggest gas tank to me. He's not the smartest fighter. He's just relying off sheer power and size advantage. Um, and chin. But with the mm, – maybe. In Mexican maybe. fortitude. That means nothing. So um, that means on, absolutely man. nothing. In, in a, that means absolutely nothing in, 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 in the don't, combat. Don't disrespect my cabrones, man. In soccer, it might mean something, maybe. Um, you know, uh, when it comes to uh, dancing in cowboy boots and dirt at a flea market, that might mean something. Now, we just but saw. I don't uh, think it, hey, RC, we just saw what Floyd did to a little Asian guy. What do you think, Mungi? It's going to be the same thing. Like, we just saw it. Sure. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you where you're going with that, but um, you know, um, I, 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 all right, man. We'll, we'll see how it goes with this Jaime Munguia. Is he the truth right now? As you're talking about, maybe, maybe not. But um, I think that I think that the I would like to give Anoy um a really good chance in this fight, but I think his own uh. His own his own heart and determination will be his undoing as far as staying in a phone booth a little bit too long. So uh, you know, um, yeah, that might be that might be a rough night for him uh, because we know that we've seen we've seen fighters from uh, the from the area of the rising sun getting themselves in uh, more trouble than they uh, should get themselves in. 
So, with that said, I got Jaime Munguia winning the fight by a ninth-round knockout. Yeah, good call, man. We knew we knew you weren't – no, we knew you had good boxing sense, man. That's a good call, man. And also, also in that um, that fight, we've got another Mexican – well, no, I lied. We have a Fanic versus Asian little fight for the featherweight – for the WBA World Featherweight title. Oh, we got Jesus Rosas. Rojas, my fault. Jesus Rojas versus Can Zhu from China. Rosas, I think, is uh, a fellow, uh, do they call those Bariquas? Is that what y'all are called, uh, RC? Fellow Bariquas? Bori Bori. Is that somewhere else? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. The remix with remix with, with Yankee on it, though. That's what I know. So, um, oh yeah, yeah your yeah, boy, so, guy. yeah, this should be this should be your boy, uh, Jesse Rojas. So, with him being a fellow, uh, fellow uh, Rican, how do you feel about this fight, Van Breaker? Do you know anything about this guy, a uh, little guy? So, I think he's fought he fought Joseph Diaz, Marrero. He hasn't really fought anybody of any note, yeah, but he was he uh, yeah, he is the no. champ. Yeah, he hasn't fought anybody of of big notice. The, the, um, Joseph Diaz is somebody, but I, unlike everybody else who have favoritisms because of heritage or background relations, this or the other, do not have any sort of biasness because people can look up the archives. I did predict Canelo Alvarez to beat Miguel Cotto. So I'm one of the most unbiased and... Fair base hey, when you it say? comes to making my judgment. I've said, hey, what you, you think you broke up? No, no, nah, I heard you heard what I said. Mm-hmm. You heard what I said. I am unlike oh, everybody right, else, and <laughs> very, very, very fair when it comes to my judgments when it comes to fights. So, uh, I do not have any sort of favoritism. I'm far from a homer whatsoever, because I did pick Miguel Cotto to lose the fight to Canelo Alvarez, as I just mentioned, and I know you heard. And I think that solidified... Yeah, dude, I know where he's fucking going. I know where this guy's going. I know what this guy's up to. I understand this man's trick. He fools me never, ever, 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 ever. But I'm unlike everybody else who rides with somebody because they're from a certain area or similar to or, you know, anything like that. So um, I prefer not to comment on this fight because I just want to sit back and enjoy a decent fight without having any sort of suspicion of being a homer. I know people are probably looking at me with a, 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 an eyebrow raise whenever there's a, uh, a, a Puerto Rican in a fight, God forbid, against a Mexican and thinking that it's just going to be a one-sided affair. I'm objective and subjective when it comes to my selections in a fight, and I prefer not to comment on this fight. Good, sir? Well, yeah, I don't really have a comment on it either, to tell you the truth, because uh, I've never seen this Asian guy fight at all. Um, I don't think I really even paid attention to Rojas' fight. Um, This guy, this Asian guy looks very young, though. He's 24. Uh, 15 and two with two KOs. So I think this is some kind of setup to bring this guy. You look at his box wreck picture. He looks he looks scared in that. So, but he's coming off some wins, knocked out a guy. Uh, 
Let me see. Did he knock out? Let me see where this guy's from. Knocked out. Uh, knocked out a little Filipino guy. <laughs> but yeah, so he's got a uh, two. Yeah, it looks like this might be an easy work session for Rojas him being the champion. I don't know how these Asian guys are getting shots at the belt, but uh, I think that's just how Golden Boy is rolling right now. Um, guess we'll get into the the news talk. Uh, we were talking about last week. Or not last week, talking about Sunday, how much we thought they were going to do. Uh, and when I say they, how, me, how much we thought the Pacquiao versus Broner pay-per-view extravaganza was going to do. Um, I think I said, like, one-something, 125, 175, however many uh, uh, Wilder <coughs> Josh, uh, Wilder versus Fury did. <coughs> uh, RC, I think you said, like, 400 or something like that. And uh, the first – little glimpses at the numbers are saying, you know, the the internet is saying that they're predicted to do 400,000 plus uh, buys, which uh, I guess, which is excellent. Um, a lot of money being made. That was a great, uh, great numbers for Pacquiao versus Broner. Uh, you know, whoever wins, they get credit for the numbers. You know, that's how we got to play it fair. <clears throat> so, you know, Pacquiao doing 400,000, you know, that's a good little look. That's a good little look, especially versus Broner. So we'll definitely know. We definitely know how much uh, him against the big dog can do. Um, you know, double, triple that amount. So, you know, I think those are great numbers for Pacquiao, especially me thinking they'll be doing good. Well, I forgot what I said, but it was low. I know well, I didn't think that they were going to do this much. So it was a good surprise. It showed Broner had a little, you know, he had a little juice still. And Pacquiao has a lot of juice, so great numbers. I think, R.C., you called it, uh, if I believe you were right around that area. I knew you were the highest guy. You thought it was going to do pretty good. Uh, so, um, man, did you uh, see these numbers, and what do you think? Yeah, I did see it, man. I was a little um, surprised, even because I thought that I was overshooting a tad bit. I was thinking uh, uh, the the following from Manny Pacquiao and the buzz that Adrian Broner um, you know, you're talking about a guy who just broke a million followers on Instagram. You got to put a little bit of, of, of a percentage from the followers that he has and um, and the, the, the whole backing that Pacquiao's had throughout his career. Um, uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm not so much surprised because I thought it would go there, but I'm definitely impressed if that makes any sense um, because, you know, I figured um, Deontay Wilder, and Tyson Fury probably should have did some numbers like that. Um, when you think about two fighters um, such as Wilder and Fury um, being more um, um, more primed for a better fight, and they had a lot of buffoonery going on. And then uh, when it comes to Adrian Broner and step-up fights, we know how that goes. And, uh, and Manny Pacquiao being 40 years of age, you know, um, so I was not all that surprised when I seen the numbers, and um, and these are just early indications from estimations. So uh, we'll see what the final numbers look like probably within the next two weeks or so. But um, I think that it's uh, it, it is very impressive, uh, given the fact that Adrian Broner's first pay per view and Manny Pacquiao's forty years old. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> it, it must have spoke volumes to how much Broner can sell because the the backing that Pacquiao has um, 
they're, they're still going to support the guy. But, you know, Bronner really brought a lot of people out who were down with that. Hey, you we got to be whole fair. Hood shit. We got to be fair. You know, <clears throat> whoever wins gets the claim that there is their pay-per-view. That's how we've always done it. That's how Floyd could say he's done so many numbers without, you know, saying the other guy. You know, that's how Connor could say he did so many numbers. That's how guys are saying their numbers. How they, that's how Canelo's saying they're doing their numbers. So, to keep it fair, Broner lost. Those aren't his guys. When you lose, you lose the pay-per-view numbers. Yeah, no, I feel you. But, but there's a lot of people I was surprised about who didn't really watch boxing or know much about boxing, but who were, you know, um, paying for the fight. Shit, some of them even went to Vegas for the fight, like, you know, they're down yeah, it with was that. Pretty, that I, you know, Broner, we, I mean, we both know Broner has a lot to do with that. Uh, you know, I heard, you know, Booker T, shout out to Booker T. He has a little radio show, turns into a podcast out here in Houston. And he was like, you know, this is a fight that I really wasn't, I didn't, you know, I was on the fence on, but I'm watching the fight. I, I got to see it. And that's how I felt. You know, I think that's how most people felt. They had to see it because Broner still has that. He had he had it. Who knows, man? I mean, after four L's, what will he still have it? Who knows? But uh, you know, he had that something where people still want to see him get his ass whooped, and they still got that belief in Pacquiao, even though he called gays horses or dogs or something like that. Even though he's back and killing everybody that sells drugs, even though he's an insane right wing. <clears throat> Uh, uh, evangel- uh, evangelical, yeah, I think that's how you say it. Even though he's one of those, uh, people love him and uh, they want to see him win. So, uh, good, great numbers, great numbers by both guys. I yeah, think. but really, Pacquiao, really good Pacquiao numbers. Just love. Pacquiao did four hundred thousand. If he's talking to Mayweather, he's like, "Hey, I did four hundred thousand." Yeah, he could uh, he could definitely um, take the lion's share claim of that. Um, as much as Floyd doesn't seem interested of a rematch, and, and his representative said that he's happily retired and has no interest in Pacquiao, um, you know, I still I still see uh, uh, the heist part two coming to a ring near you <laughs> sooner or later. So. Uh, that that might be in the works, and um, you know, it it is what it is. So, um, but very impressive numbers. Um, I think it'll only be uh, a detriment to Adrian Bronner for the fact that when he loses fights, he's like, so what? You guys are gonna watch me anyways. And with these numbers coming in, we'll probably only boost up that personal narrative for Adrian, thinking that, oh yeah, see. I did four. He's gonna think that he did four hundred thousand. <laughs> so, eh, might be something of not a learning lesson for Adrian Broner, as it should be, you know. But nonetheless, um, impressive numbers, and uh, it, it it says a lot for both fighters to be able to put something like that with the undercard that really wasn't that stacked for um, outside viewership of Adrian Broner fans and Manny Pacquiao fans. Yeah, well, hey, I think they did. They surprised me. They surprised the shit out of me. I think those were great numbers, especially in the day and age of, uh, you know, streams, uh, the freebie, 
all that. Um, like I said, I'm not – it was a pretty good fight. It was a pretty good night of boxing for me. I'm not mad at paying that little 75 and uh, not watching it free. So I'm glad they did those good numbers. I'm glad AB is going to get some money. I'm glad uh, Pacquiao – uh, it's going to keep on fighting. A lot of people say they want to fight him. Vontae Davis is talking about fighting him. Uh, Broner is talking about a rematch. Uh, you know, you've got you've got uh, Floyd in the mix. Winner Garcia versus Spence. He's talking about fighting. So, you know, Manny's just trying to get that last little couple of paydays, and we'll see how it goes. And during 400000 that gives him a – that give that makes him the A side in a lot of those fights. You know, that's that's what that just did. That made Manny say, Hey, no matter what if I done got beat five plus times, um, I'm still the A side. I just did four hundred thousand. The rest of you fools ain't even close. So I think those are good wins for uh for Manny. Good numbers for Manny, good numbers for boxing. Something that people said was dead not too long ago. But uh, speaking of another good fight, <clears throat> fight that we were cheated out of due to cheating scumbags like uh, Billy Ho Saunders. No, treated us, cheated us out of WBO fight. But, you know, they took the belt from him. Andrade fought. Who did he fight? Maybe an African guy. Can't remember who he fought for the belt. Um. Let me look that up. See who he fought. He fought him for the belt. Um, Billy Ho fought some guy not too long ago. Now the WBO has demanded them, has ordered them to fight again. RC, we were cheated out the first one, but we're going to get it. Billy Joe Saunders versus Andrade. How do you see? uh, Are you excited about that? I know you're a fan of uh, at least I know you're a Billy Ho fan. Think, how did you see that going? You think your boy Andrade is gonna wear the uh, the pilgrim, the sleeveless pilgrim outfit again during the uh, during the press conference? Yo, yo, yo! Well, my bad. I pulled a willer right there and was shit messed up my mute button. Um, but no, like I said, uh. Or I was saying that didn't get caught. That, that I think the buffoonery level will be up at its at its highest, and that uh, I think that I mean, come on, man, it's fucking a nasal spray to uh, enable a man to breathe. Like that's a joke, dude. There's no I don't, there's no reason to call this man a cheater or anything like that. It's something that's allowed where he's from, and because uh, you know the nonsense over certain ways and all that good stuff, it's like, yeah, man, come on. And that, that was bullshit from the start. So they should have this fight. Of course it was going to be mandated because it was a nonsense reason to have the fight uh, canceled in the first place. So I'm glad that they got um, that, that we're going to get this one running back. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I've seen no reason why this fight shouldn't have happened in the first place. So uh, expectations-wise, I'm, I'm expecting the same thing as if it, it was never canceled. I mean, come on, man. A fucking nasal spray, really? Like, come on, dude. It's not like this guy's eating meat that has some sort of um, extra ingredients in there, dare I say. But, hey, teach his own. Um, I'm glad that's going to happen again, or it's going to happen. 
scheduled to happen as it once was before. And um, I think it'll be a really good fight for boxing and um, a really good fight for um, indications moving forward of uh, probably grabbing that bag for either one of the guys because Canelo seems like he wants to uh, unify the division, uh, starting with his uh, acceptance of Danny Jacobs. So um, high, high, high indications for all parties involved, and I'm all for it. No, definitely. Big fight. Big fight. Both the guys I'm not great fans of, uh, especially not Billy Ho, but, you know, I know they're both high-level boxers, and it's uh, good for good for that division. So, um, yeah, definitely a good fight. I'm glad WBO is stepping up and um and doing that man. But uh let's get to the to the juicy news of the week. Um let me pull this up, make sure we get it right. A couple of days ago, uh oh, we had it up. Let me see. A couple of days ago, Tobolev was I think arrested for following a woman after she he was charged with felony assault after he punched the woman after she declined his advancements um, said they uh, they went they were doing something he hollered at her they followed her um, he punched her in her nose broke her nose messed up her messed up her uh, neck or some shit like that, gave her concussed the bitch. Koblev out of control is what the story is. Um, Koblev came back with a little retort um, telling the fans, let me see if I got telling the fans, uh, dear friends, boxing fans, and everyone who is up to date with the latest high-profile news regarding me, I would like to ask all of you to make hasty conclusions on the situation in which I am accused and to put into an, an, uh, an entirely biased Yeah, mind. well, he, he obviously didn't write this, so. <laughs> yeah, after all, you do not know the details of what happened. For me, this most of all seems to be a performance in which I play the main role. And it has not willingly. Doesn't it seem strange to you that the incident happened in June of last year and they announced it on the eve of my rematch against Alvarez? Um, you know, before we get into if I think Kovalev did it, because, uh, you know, the, if you read that, he said the incident happened. So something happened. Uh, so do I think he did it? Probably. But the bigger story to me is that these is that nobody is – it's not that big of a deal, you know. Um, if this was a football player, no matter if he was a big name or not, this would be all over the news. This was – Floyd Mayweather, as we know, this would be all over the news. Um, it's funny to me that this guy, I don't know why, I can't put my finger on it, 
But it's funny to me that this guy's sort of getting a little pass if he's following bitches to the house or following bitches to wherever they're going and punching them in the face because they're not trying to holler at them. Uh, RC, did you hear about this? Uh, this happened a year ago uh, before the last fight. Um, it still went on, right? Uh, did you hear anything about this? Are you, you know, are you surprised? Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about yeah, this whole I, situation? I, I did see. I did see that. Um, uh, so hard, man, for for me to want to jump on the, the 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 wagon that most people would jump on so so accordingly when it comes to situations like this because I do understand that um, there is traps out there for situations like this for guys um, and things of that nature um, you know but you know it, it, it's hard for me to to think that. A female would, you know, maybe punch herself or or fall down and and, and try some shit like this. Then you know what I'm saying. Um, I, you know, the 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 traces of alcoholism and probably anger due to the decline of one's career, who was the boogeyman and things like that. Um. Mm, I could see that being a possibility, but um, for a guy like Kovalev to be declined of an advancement, I find that one a little hard to believe. Uh, you know, um, a regular guy can uh, find himself in the comforts of a woman offering herself, and uh, but a guy with the stature, as I'm sure Kovalev has, and in um over in Mother Russia. Yeah, I think it's hard for me to, to find out some stuff like that. Um you know? Um but uh it, I, I I don't wanna jump to conclusions until things are Yeah, I'm uh, pretty sure in, I'm gonna look into it, it but it I'm pretty sure this didn't happen in Russia. Cause, I mean they wouldn't oh, we wouldn't they I don't you know what I'm saying I don't even think that would be uh this was in Atlantic City, yeah. I'm saying if it happened in Russia they wouldn't oh we wouldn't oh, hear wow. that shit. Yeah, yeah, this happened in, uh, yeah, he got arrested here, you know. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me make sure that was, let me see. Yeah, in Big Bear. According to uh, TMZ story, Kovalev was arrested in Big Bear, California, after a woman told authorities Kovalev punched her in the face. So, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, this this is American. But, you know, at first, you know, we just had Chris Brown with the foolery. Some chick said he raped her. We found out it was a lie. It was false. At first, I wanted to think that. But then when I read this thing again, I'm thinking he says, you know, I would ask not to be in the, in conclusion, not to be uh, make hasty conclusions on the situation in which I, I am, uh, I am uh, accused of. After all, you do not know the details of what happened. And then he says, you know, this happened. It's strange that this incident, that the incident happened in June of last year. You know what I'm saying? So that's so, I mean, that is strange, but it seems like he's acknowledging that he knows what happened. He didn't say he didn't know this chick. But it also could be, you know, he said he had a statement in Russian, and that's just how it translates 
you know, that might be what it is. You know, he has a statement in Russian, and it translates maybe over to that. I don't know, but it seems a little fishy to me. I want to believe that he didn't do it because you can't trust these women in 2019. Yeah, that's one of my things, you know. That's one of my things that I, 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 you know, I joke around about the Kobe situation with you and things like that, but, you know, we know what time it is when – with, with shit like that, and that's just unfortunate, you know, for the women who actually do go through stuff like that. That's where they kind of set them back a little bit. So it's hard for me to, 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 to you know, be like, oh, he's a fucking woman being a piece of shit, you know, he's always drinking, like, blah, 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 but it's not outside well, the realm of possibility. <laughs> it's not outside yeah. the realm of possibility, you know? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. We know that he's a scumbag racist, probably, so beating up women wouldn't be too far out of the uh, extreme. So definitely, um, yeah, man, I think that's pretty much all we've got. Wanted to make it an hour show this week, man. So um, anything you got before we uh, get out of here, RC, anything we missed or anything going on uh, in your world that you want to close out with? Uh, I did have a final word that I wanted to have a segment on earlier today. I I, I completely forgot about it, though. Um, I I know it was uh something that was uh boxing related. Like fuck, I can't can't put my finger on it right now. Um, shit. No, but you know what? Fuck. Uh, off top of the head right now. It's bullshit. How Barry Bonds hasn't got um nominated to be elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame. When you got guys like, you know, um, Kurt Schilling and, uh, uh, you know, the other guys who've been popped with things like that. Barry Bonds pre-PEDs is a Hall of Fame player alone in itself. You could give a guy um, PEDs and steroids and get them jacked up to the gills, and uh, it still doesn't teach one of the hardest things to do in a sport like Major League Baseball being hand-eye coordination, connecting with balls that are coming at you at 100 miles an hour. No, Bruno. Um, it's a shame. A guy who um, could have just hung it up after his Pittsburgh career. Um, and, you know, even even when he was little Barry in, in San Fran, um, being a part of the 500-500 club and, and the countless uh, um, NL MVPs and Golden Gloves and and, and all the accolades that Barry Bonds has, it's a damn shame that the guy can't get his well due when they have guys already in the Hall of Fame that are, have been tested positive for steroids. Uh, you know, and, and I get it the way it is, but um, baseball had no problem with steroid use uh, in their heyday, and we're talking about the late 90s, when they were dying for the ratings that Sosa and McGuire were putting up and really saving baseball in itself. And I, I, I coming from a San Francisco Giants fan, I get where people are coming from. But if you just take away the, you know, home run record-breaking season that Barry Bonds had and look at his career before any things that, I mean, the guy didn't even deny what, what he was being accused of. And um, I, I think that it's bullshit that Bonds can't get um, some, some proper due. It, uh, it reminds me of a Terrell Owens kind of a situation because media dudes don't even want to vote him in and things like that. So uh, 
you know, I hope Barry Bonds gets his proper one day. I did have a final closeout, but I'll leave it at that one right there. Uh, Barry Bonds, you'll always be a Hall of Famer on my book, and that's all that matters. No doubt, no doubt. Barry is the GOAT. Should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Kurt Schiller, I don't think he is in the Hall of Fame. I hope he doesn't get it. He's He, he doesn't deserve it. Um, but, yeah, man, I think that's how we're going to leave it. That's how we're going to end it. Um, y'all follow, like, share. Make sure y'all catch us next Sunday when we break down the fights and other news that's been going down from here to Sunday. Outsiders Boxing Podcast Midweek for me and that boy RC. We'll holler at y'all. Peace. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.